Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Aphrodite's Oracle. My name is Valerie, and I am here today with the Hermit card, the number nine card in the Major Arcana. And if you are new to tarot or curious about the the path that we took to get here, I would suggest starting with episode number one, where I talk in general about the tarot and start with the first card. There are 22 cards in the major arcana section of the uh, traditional tarot deck, and we are on number nine today. And we also use the rider weight interpretation of the tarot. Uh, just for any reference, if anyone has any experience. So if you are here today, thank you for listening. And we are going to pick up on the fool's journey to enlightenment uh, now. So after a long and busy lifetime, building, creating, loving, disliking, fighting, compromising, failing, and succeeding, the fool feels a profound need to retreat. In a small, rustic home deep in the woods, he hides, reading, cleaning, organizing, resting, or just thinking. But every night at dusk, he heads out, traveling across the bare autumnal landscape. He carries only a staff and a lantern. It is during these restless walks from dusk until dawn, peering at and examining whatever takes his fancy, that the fool sees he's missed something during his lifetime. He notices the things that he may have missed. His lantern illuminates animals and insects that only come out at night, flowers and plants that only bloom by moon or starlight. As these secret corners of the world are illuminated and explored by him, he feels that he is also illuminating hidden areas of his own mind, In a way, he has become the fool again. In the beginning, he goes wherever inspiration leads him. Back then, however, his staff was resting on his shoulder, carrying his pack or his like little, I guess, yeah, his backpack, but it was on a stick. Um, The fool was like that back then. He was wrapped up and unknown. The hermit's staff, however, leans out before him. Now, it's not behind him, and he carries a lantern, not a little knapsack. The hermit is like the lantern, illuminated from within by all that he is, capable of penetrating the darkness. So a quick little description of the imagery on this card. We see a, it's a very gray card. It's probably the grayest card in the tarot deck, uh, color-wise. But we see a robed man carrying a lantern, Sometimes it's in his hand and sometimes it's hanging off of the staff. The barren landscape behind him is completely depleted of life. So this fool is wise, uh, excuse me, this hermit is wise and weary, having experienced the pain and frustration of failure and successes along his hero's journey. And that is one of the things that people reference when they talk about the journey through the major arcana another way to describe it is the hero's journey and we think of hercules and his journeys when we think of the hero's journey it's a similar analogy but through those trials and tribulations 
the hermit has become his lesson. He has learned his lessons, yes, but he has come to embody them, which is actually the point of why we come into this world to learn further is so we can embody the lessons that we're here to learn. And the fool, or I keep calling it the fool, the hermit is in that space. The zodiac sign represented by the hermit is Virgo. And my description earlier about how the hermit was deep in a rustic home, hiding, reading, cleaning, and organizing, resting, or just thinking, I think that describes Virgo to a T. Uh, my own father is a Virgo, so I know a lot about that sign. And that is uh, somewhat like him. But those aspects are very pronounced in people who are the sun sign Virgo. Key words of this card include soul-searching, introspection, being alone, inner guidance, reflection, spiritual enlightenment, the normal need for humans to withdraw at times, and observation. Mythical figures associated with this card are Hermes, Mercury, Isis, Narcissus, and Adonis. The Sephirothic path on the Kabbalistic tree of life, we follow Kesed to Tephirath to get to the fool, to the hermit's path. If I say the fool one more time, I'm going to start this over. All right, uh, the number nine is also associated with this card because it, because it is number nine. And the number nine is the last of the root numbers or cardinal numbers as they are referred to in mathematics. So it's the last of the single numbers before we get to the double digits. And it has the highest vibrational frequency of any number, not including the master numbers though. So you have 11, 22, and 33. Those are the master numbers. Besides those, uh, the hermit or number nine is the highest vibrational number. This high-frequency vibration gives the number nine some unique and amazing characteristics. One of these is the special property of number nine to retain its vibrational energy regardless of multiplication. Any number multiplied by nine will always reduce back to nine no matter how large it is. The vibrational essence of most root numbers is diminished as it multiplies, but the number nine has a universal quality that shines through no matter what number it is multiplied by. And this pattern actually persists no matter how high you go or how far you go numerically. This is symbolic of our inner wisdom, which is present in all human hearts, but must be uncovered anew in every human life. That is the task of those who are influenced by the special energy of number nine or the energy of the hermit. The celestial body associated with this card is Mercury. The element associated with it is Earth. The chakra is the third eye. Crystals you can use to cultivate what we've talked about so far and what we're going to talk about include carnelian, amethyst, chevron amethyst, peridot, and sodalite. The hermit stands alone on top of a mountain. The snow-capped range symbolizes his spiritual mastery, growth, and accomplishment. He has chosen this path of self-discovery, and as a result, he has reached a heightened state of awareness. So the fact that he's standing on the snow in the mountain, you know when you're little and you draw mountains, we always used to draw like 
little squiggly lines at the top because it kind of looks like snow. Well, that is actually where the hermit is standing. He's standing on the precipice of the mountain, symbolizing his heightened state of awareness and consciousness. In his right hand, he's holding a lantern with a six-pointed star inside. This is the seal of Solomon, which is a symbol of wisdom. As the hermit walks his path, this lamp lights his way, but it only illuminates the next few steps rather than the entire journey. He must step forward to see where to go next, knowing that not everything will be revealed at once. In his left hand, which is the side of the subconscious, the left is the feminine, the subconscious side, the hermit is holding a long staff, which is a sign of his power and authority over that side of himself, which he uses to guide and balance himself. Represented by Virgo, the Hermit card is of introspection, analysis. This is not a time for socializing. This card indicates instead a desire for peace and solitude. Nor is it a time for action, discussion, or decisions. It is a time to think, organize, ruminate, and take stock. There may be feelings of frustration and discontent during this time of withdrawal, but such times lead to enlightenment, illumination, and clarity. In regards to people, the hermit can represent a wise, inspirational person, friend, teacher, therapist, somebody that the querent, which is the person, the querent is the person you're doing the reading for. So if you draw this card for someone, you're doing a reading for them, this could represent somebody that the querent sees alone, someone the rest of the querent's friends and family may not know about. This is a person who can shine a light on things that were previously mysterious and confusing. They will help the querent understand themselves or find what it is they are seeking. One of the most important things about this card is that the hermit is almost always shown on the move. He is never hiding away in his cave. Rather, he is out wandering and searching. This is apt for the restless mind of, Vir of a Virgo, always gathering information, analyzing, making connections. Virgos are also known for being the skeptics of the Zodiac. So if anyone is going to stick a lantern into a dark place and take a good look at what's going on, it is a Virgo. Virgos are the type of people who would <laughs> scrub their floors so clean that they could eat off of them. There is nothing, nothing gets past the very critical analytical mind of a Virgo perfectionist. That's, that's a good word for it. If this card comes up during a reading for the querent, this is a special time. Like an artist who's hiding away for days and then emerges to paint a masterpiece, this quiet time allows all the pieces to fall into place. Their minds are alive and they can see things they weren't able to see before. So if you're doing this reading, go ahead and encourage them to take late night drives, long walks, hide out in their room or their study or their studio or go on a retreat. When they come back, they'll have a new understanding of the world, of their lives and of themselves. It would be the best thing for them to do and for everyone else in their life. The Hermit shows that you are taking a break from everyday life to draw your energy and attention inward Find the answers you seek deep within your soul. You realize that your most profound sense of truth and knowledge 
is within yourself and not in the distractions of the outside world, which there are so many. You leave behind the mundane to set off on a journey of self-discovery, led only by your inner wisdom and guiding light. Now is the perfect time to go on a weekend retreat or a sacred pilgrimage, anything in which you can contemplate your motivations, personal values, and principles, get you closer to your authentic self. The hermit's energy invites you to retreat into your private world and experience a deep sense of seclusion and introspection. You know that you need to take this journey alone or with a small, intimate group of spiritually-minded people. When you allow yourself to tune into your inner guiding light, you will hear the answers you need and grow wise beyond your years. Find your light, shine it on your soul, and create your unique path. You will see what lies ahead of you, not miles upon miles, but enough to know where to take the next step. And from there, you take it one step at a time. Hi, everyone. It's your host here, Valerie Cody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you have any questions or comments about today's podcast, you can connect with me on Instagram. My profile is at Val Cody, V-A-L-C-O-D-Y. If you would like to learn more about spirituality, meditation, yoga, and plant-based living, check out my book, The Beauty Alchemist, on Amazon by searching for the title or my name. If you are enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review and share it with a friend. Thank you for listening, and let's get back to the show. The hermit often appears in a reading when you are at a pivotal point in your life and considering a new direction, and it is through meditation, contemplation, and self-examination you may begin to reevaluate your personal goals and change your overall course. You will look at your life with a deeper, more spiritual understanding, and a few of your priorities might change as a result. So getting into the imagery of the hermit card... Uh, we'll speak. There's not a lot actually to speak about, which is, I've already spoken so much, uh, but as far as the imagery goes, it's a pretty plain card. So we'll start with the lantern. The light of the lantern symbolizes a person's intuition, and this is a pretty obvious one, but enlightenment. The six-pointed star of the flame is the star of David and is a symbol uh, and is symbolic of illumination by faith. So what that means is what we talked about earlier about knowing enough to take that first step but not having to hold rigidly to the idea of knowing everything. That is illumination by faith. Through faith in the process in yourself in source energy, your path is illuminated. The lantern shines through darkness of the unknown and illuminates one's way towards self-discovery and becoming fully in contact with one's intuition. It is a helpful tool on a difficult path held by the left hand, which reinforces the connection to one's intuition. Oh, this kind of stuff just gets me. I love all this symbolism. Uh, Moving to the staff that he's holding. It appears as an attribute amongst other characters like pilgrims, saints, and even priests. And the staff is an emblem of power and authority. The staff is in the hermit's left hand, representing the hand of higher awareness, the subconscious. In this case, the staff represents the hermit's ability to use his isolation and the knowledge he has gained as a tool 
upon his path to even higher levels of awareness. Uh, his stance. So the hermit is standing upon the precipice of an icy mountain. This symbolizes the heights of his journey and further intensifies the feeling of his isolation. Mountains typically symbolize achievement, growth, and accomplishment. The symbolism in this case is that the hermit has achieved his goal and he is continuing the path he has chosen, committed to his endeavor of ultimate awareness. And I believe that that's why you can't even really tell that he's standing on a mountain. There are only subtle clues that he's actually on the mountain because it's so zoomed in that it's not like other cards that we've seen before, like the magician, for example, where you can see the peaks of the mountain in the background. Um, if you've Googled this, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the star, the star of David shines brightly within his lantern. Biblically, biblically, David means beloved of God. And so the light from the star symbolizes the light of God. Further inspection of the star reveals that it is comprised of two triangles, one inverted and one erect. This is a common symbol for male and female or opposing balancing energies. In the context of the hermit, this symbol represents balance and the using of the energies together for the purpose of spiritual advancement. So if you have resonated with any of this so far, there are a few questions you can ask yourself to go deeper into this hermit energy. Uh, the first one, have you taken the time to simply be? Are you able to be still? If not, why? What is your level of conscious awareness at this moment? Are you receiving the guidance you need on your path? If not, why? Are you able to be quiet and listen to the still, small voice within? Is the current path you are on still as meaningful as when you first set out? When was the last time you stopped to take a break from the hustle and bustle of your life? So everyone, that, that is the end of my presentation on the Hermit card, the number nine card. Thank you guys so much for listening to my presentation on the Hermit card. We moved on from strength and now we are in the energy of the Hermit. If you guys have any questions about everything I talked about, of course, I don't think that this is the end all be all ultimate uh, knowledge on this card. There's so much out there. So if you have anything to ask me about this, uh, you can reach out to me on my Instagram. My uh, name there is Val, V-A-L, Cody, C-O-D-Y. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, guys.